What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Warmers. I'm joined by my co-host, Can. Hello there, everybody. And our other co-host, Wan. Hi, I'm Wan. I'm not going to say anything funny. Okay. You're, uh, well, I'm he's, he's a okay. serious Wan. <laughs> and I am your host, Pan. And today, we are going to be talking about the news, talking about sort of like what's been going on with the coaching staff. Yes, since nothing teams. else is happening yet. Yeah. The draft and isn't happening for another month, and there's still no news mm-hmm. on when free agency is going to resume, so we don't have anything to talk about that. Really? So I thought there was. They were going to start it on, I think, October 18th, but they moved it back. I thought it was somewhere in November. No. That's yeah, they, they're aiming for November, but they mm-hmm. still haven't set a good, like, a solid date yet, which hopefully we'll be getting news on that soon. But today we're talking about the coaches. And our main topic, what players sort of clutched up and which other ones sort of just did not. <laughs> did not do well. They choked. The playoffs. We're going to go through two players who failed and two players who we thought you know, just kind of were beasts. So. Did phenomenal. Yes, that's our main topic. So we're going to start with the news or more specifically head coaching news. So, Stan Van Gundy, yep, so new Pelicans most, coach. Yeah, the most recent Ooh. news, Stan Van Gundy uh, got hired by the Pelicans as a new head coach. He's going to do they, better than Alvin Gentry. Yeah, probably. Not too hard. Yeah, yeah you're right. Too. He's garbo. But he also <laughs> has the benefit of all of his players getting better. And yeah. The team hopefully making moves. I mean, he has the team. most improved player of the year on his team, so. Well, yeah, he's got two all-stars at least. Mm-hmm. So. Wait, almost a rookie of at the year. least? Yeah. Are you saying Zion's a rookie already? No, I'm saying if they. I mean, I mean, uh, an All Star. Well, yeah, he'll be, probably. Be he probably will be an All Star. Yeah, next year. Yeah. How how many uh, forwards are there, if we're considering them? A lot. Yeah, Kawhi, maybe Paul George, maybe LeBron. Well, we don't really know what positions they're playing. Well, he might not playing. be a starter, but Anthony uh, Davis. LeBron played as point guard last year. He'll probably be point guard. Okay, but what about Anthony Davis? Kawhi. He may play a center too. Yeah. Doubt it. He never plays power. He never play center. Not in the regular season, because he's just like... Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. I don't want to play center. Right, right, right. So, uh, that's the newest coach to get hired. Uh, Other teams have uh, already either fired their coaches and gotten new ones, or have only fired their coaches and are still looking. Uh, Last week, uh, me and Wan covered some of those, and since then it hasn't changed much, but we're going to do a quick uh, rundown again of that. So, uh, current teams that don't have head coaches are the Rockets. They fired Mike D'Antoni after their They fired their coach? Yeah. That's and their GM. And their GM. No, the GM stepped down. Dang! So, the Rockets, uh, yeah, they're kind of in a weird position right now. Uh, the Thunder fired Billy Donovan after their uh, exit from the playoffs, and they also have not signed anybody yet. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, the Nets have uh, hired... Steve Nash recently as their new head coach. And uh, the Nets have also hired Amari Studemeyer uh, to join wow. Steve Nash on his coaching staff. I thought so. I heard somewhere that they get, might get Mike Tantoni as like a assistant coach, which is weird. Which probably won't happen. A co-coaches. Do you know what I learned today? Is that you can actually trade coaches. You can? Yeah, Stan Van Gunny got traded for like a second round pick. Hmm. Seriously? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Well, they're training their contract. Usually, oh, they, usually wait, they just get still. fired, or they because the coaches can get fired by the team. Imagine getting traded for a second round pick. That just sucks. It could be a coach. That just must make you feel. It could bad. be a like, coach. Ooh, you're just like, oh, I got traded for a second round pick. It's not like I got traded for a first round. Like, 
you would feel way better if it was a first round, but second yeah. round, well, you're just like... Now it's your... That that guy you got traded for a second round pick is your head coach. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So the uh, another team is the Chicago Bulls. They recently hired Billy Donovan after he got fired by the Thunder. Their previous coach was Jim Boylan, and they had a ton of issues with him. Other First him, coach of all time. Other than him being a bad coach, he also was a really bad leader of his team. They had a ton of locker room issues. And Billy Donovan, you know, set up a good environment in the OKC, I would like to think. And mm-hmm. hopefully that will help bring the team will probably not be good at all, but they won't be crap. And he'll probably help all of their young players develop a lot more this year. Because mm-hmm. he'll actually help them do what they need to do to develop. And the Pacers hired uh, Nate Bjorken. Or Bjorkren, I apologize if I butchered that name because I don't know what the name is. Nice. Uh, after they fired Nate McMillan after they lost in the first round. Uh, I don't know who Nate Bjorken is. Yeah, nobody knows who Nate Birkin is. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe he's really good some European coach or something. I don't know. Like people try and do research. Like I feel like everyone's just like, uh, found him in like the basement, you know, some hobo off the street. <laughs> All right, you're a head coach now. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna get paid the big bucks? You're coming with us. Oh, you took oh. a junior league to the championship. Or you're a head coach. Oh, did you ever play basketball as a kid at all? Yes. Oh, coaching material. You coached Dwayne Wade's second cousin. Get yeah. on the team. All right. Uh, and one of our other teams is the Clippers. They fired Doc Rivers after their pretty bad loss in the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, and they hired Tyron Lue. As their new head coach. And as we talked about the Pelicans, got Stan Van Gundy. Uh, the Knicks hired Tom Thibodeau because... Why not? Yeah. It's like their seventh coach in the last three years or something. Yeah, Seven? they've gone through a lot of coaches. It's, That's a lot of that, coaches. It was an exaggeration. Yeah, Actually, it's an exaggeration. But they've been through a lot of coaches. Probably recently. like seven coaches in the last ten years. That's not That's good. not really an exaggeration. That's that's not good. You should be able to find a coach you can stick with for like at least a couple of seasons. Well, the problem is moving. New York just has been expected to win. It's better. not yeah. the coaches, it's their GMs. So, one of the final teams is the Philadelphia 76ers. They hired Doc Rivers after firing Brett Brown after they lost in the first round to the Celtics. And regardless of what uh, Wan says, Ben Simmons, you would have won. Ben Simmons would have won. Ben Simmons was there. You're wrong. Jason Tatum would have gotten two points a game if Ben Simmons was there. Yeah, then Jalen Brown would have gotten 30. Cap. That's not even enough. That's not even enough. Kemba would have gotten 40. So what's your point? Kemba Walker couldn't score above three points all playoffs. Kemba Walker sucks. Kemba Walker was amazing in the first round. He struggled in the first round. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shake Milton. Guard me. Like Kyle Lowry right, shows we'll him see what next year. We'll now see Paul George, next year. Mm. Yeah. Let's use that to segue into our next segment with uh, what players clutched up. What what players were better than Kemba Walker? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds about right. So we're going to be going with two players who did crap and two players who did well. So we're going to start with the uh, the good ones because Yay. everybody likes to end on a bad note. Uh, so we're going to go with Luka Doncic. And Jamal Murray. All right, so let's pick up with Luka Doncic. Yeah, so I think one of the, the best highlights of the bubble as a whole is Luka Doncic's game winner oh, against sure. the Clippers. I believe that was game five. 40-point triple-double. Yes, it was a crazy game, and he did pretty much that same thing. Not as much, but he had, I believe, uh, two triple-doubles in total in that one round. Yeah. And he just played out of his mind the entire round. Uh, they lost sadly in uh, six games, but that's because I they think, stopped. I think, yeah, 
Luca would have been a lot more fun to see if we were able to see him more in the playoffs. I think he would have had a lot more clutch pain. Luca versus Nikola Jokic, yeah. the two best white players in the league. Yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> it would have been great. Uh, I definitely think that the Mavericks, I've talked about this before, that the Mavericks would have probably won if they had Chris Stops. Big facts. But yeah. he was out for three games in Which total. really hurt them. Yeah, he was def- He was a key piece on that team. He brought a lot of extra scoring. Oh, yeah. And some solid defense in the post. Yeah, and that's definitely something they lacked. And with the, uh, the failure of the Clippers in the second round, definitely saw they were not as good as we were thinking they were. Montrez Harrell, you, you can't guard Kristaps. No, you That's can't. why they lost to Nikola Jokic on Nuggets. Yeah, because Jokic could dominate in that. But, yeah, this is really, uh, I think we talked about this before the season started, or restarted, that Luka is one of those guys we really need to see him in the playoffs. We were sure he'd be good, but it's definitely something we need to see if he could perform well in the playoffs, and he definitely has. And he's definitely shown that he's entirely capable of being extremely dominant in the game when he needs to be and helping out his team. He carried his team. Oh, for sure. Most of that round, and Kristaps wasn't there. And even when Kristaps was there, it was still just the two of them, really. Mm-hmm. And like Tim Hardaway, that was about it. And it just makes me really excited for next year, what the Mavericks do in the offseason to help build up their roster and get a better bench and some more pieces around Luka to help him uh, win more and for hopefully Kristaps to be healthy. Because uh, when he's on the floor, it helps make him a lot better. Yeah. So... And now on to Jamal Murray. Yep, Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Woo. He had probably one of the best pop-out playoff performances oh, yeah. in the first round I ever. Did, I didn't expect to see that come no, out. No, I don't Jamal think anybody Murray. did. Like that was a two fifty-point games. Yeah, yeah he's like he was impressive. averaging what twenty points a game during the regular season. Yeah, less than that. It was like less than that, yeah. eighteen at the yeah, most. Yeah, something like that. Not bad numbers but not 50-point in the playoff game numbers. Mm, yeah. And, lead, and helping lead his team to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. So he not only did he play well, he won, which mm-hmm. is something Luka didn't do. And they were competitive no, with yeah. the champs. Yeah, and they pushed the Lakers all the way to seven. Five games. Five games, sorry. <laughs> About to go seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing them up with prior rounds. And they were, I mean, for the Nuggets, that was... Pretty impressive. Yeah, those were close games. All five of those games were pretty close until five the game one. series. Usually, you think it's a blowout. Yeah, when you watch those games, they're close. One of those games where the only the Lakers only won because of Anthony Davis's buzzer beater. No, if he hadn't made that, it wasn't his buzzer beater. It was the Kobe jerseys. Okay, it was the Kobe. He hits the shot. Kobe jersey. Ah, Kobe! He yells it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they. But still, that that shot is what got them that win. If the Nuggets uh, like had won that, it would have been. Two-two series would be a lot closer. Oh yeah, I thought that was game two actually. I think but it, it would have been. That was it was a close yeah. series. All those games were hard fought. The Nuggets really, especially considering they're playing they against came LeBron. back from three-one leads almost every game. Yeah, and they were able series, to every clutch series. up and get to the Lakers. That's just incredible. Yeah, and it's definitely it was Jamal Murray's probably the one of the biggest pieces in that. Nikola Jokic also played out of his mind. Oh my gosh, yeah. he was amazing. Uh, he's scoring, he's lots of passing, his defense was, he's not a good defender, but it was, it was a much better defense than his usual oh, yeah. defense, and he wasn't as much of a liability as he usually is, and that's definitely something we like to see, and Jamal Murray's just fun to watch too, like Luka's not as fun to watch because he's a bit more of a, like a slow player, Yeah, he gets those stats and he gets, uh, gets his team better, but Jamal he's not Murray as flashy, Jamal flash Murray's on. flashy, yeah. You going for like eight for ten from three, getting three sixty spin layups and dunking on everybody. 
It's great to see. He be caring about that highlight reel. He's yeah. like, highlight reel, boys. I'm getting the craziest the shots. Bro, up. He had that one Jordan layup, right? Yeah. Uh, I definitely will say that them being down three one isn't a good look for the Nuggets, but the fact that they came back was still good. They have that many clutch ups. Like everyone was like, oh, the Nuggets are gonna lose this. Oh, the Nuggets are gonna lose this. Mm-hmm. But yet to come back again and again, mm-hmm. that's just a big statement for yeah. that team. Well, I will say the Clippers. It, yeah, I think it might have gotten to their heads a little bit though. Yeah, because by the time they got to the conference finals, I was saying they're thinking, all right, they're down 3-1. I'm not too worried mm-hmm. because they've done this before. Yeah. Twice already in this playoffs. And I'm thinking maybe it might have gone to their heads a little bit. They got a little too comfortable. Got a bit cocky. With it and a little bit uh, cocky. They could pull it off again, but. They definitely still would not have won, but it might have, they might have, if they'd been a little more uh, yeah. serious, it would have gone through. I think what happened was. Because it's the bubble, they didn't have two or three games in between in between each game because there's no travel. Two or three days, you mean? Right. So they only had one game in between. Right, Plus, right, right. They both, did, yeah, se- they did both series tired. went seven games. Yeah, that was another yeah. problem that I think a lot of commentators talked about, too, is that the Nuggets had, I believe, two days between the uh, semis and the conference finals. The Lakers had, I think it was uh, one game in eight days. But it was just like yeah. five series, five series. Kawhi only had two points in one ha- in the second half. Yeah. Superstar, whatever, best player. Yeah, the Nuggets whoever. were tired, and especially it showed in the first game of the conference finals, they mm-hmm. were just out of it oh, yeah. entirely. Especially their star player. Go seven games, seven games, he's already fat. Dwight Howard, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and Jamal Murray was just tired too because he was <laughs> playing out of his mind, and he was injured. In the conference finals. Oh, yeah, he was limping. He was playing through an injury in the final game. And he, he de- it definitely showed. He still did good. He got, I think yeah. he got around almost 30 points or something. But it, it definitely slowed him down a lot. Mm. But my question is whether or not he's going to be like this in the regular season. No. If this was where he comes out. Or it's if not. he's just going to go back to his normal self. Yeah. Not normal, but not. All right, so we're going to move on to everybody's favorite the ones thing. Who looking at the bad players. Yeah. yeah. We're going to start off with... Uh, Paul, Paul George. George. Pandemic P. Yeah. Playoff P, boys. Yeah. yeah. Way off P. Yeah. <laughs> so, as many of you guys know, the Clippers lost in the second round to the Nuggets. They were up 3-1 before the Nuggets did their, uh, their comeback. And Paul George did not perform well. Not at all. No. He's a very hit or miss guy in pretty much every single game. I mean, for a person like Paul George, you expect that to be pulled off. But with uh, with Paul George, like he should be performing a lot better than he did. Well, yeah, he's getting paid thirty million dollars a yeah, year, and he, he was expected to be a superstar. He no, but he's not showing that. He needs to perform more like a superstar, and not. And he didn't even do it during garbage. the regular season. No, like, during the regular season, he was just a, an average all. No, yeah, you're like you look at him, and you're like, oh, I mean, he's good, but there's nothing special about him. He's not a special superstar like other players normally are. I mean, he should be expected to play like an all-star, a superstar at that. But he's not. He's a letdown. You're like, oh, I'm expecting big things from Paul George. But then he just goes out and does this stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's what I have to say about Paul George. Yeah, I think one of Paul George's biggest issues was that he was entirely hit or miss in the season. He'd go one game, be solid 20, 25 points. Next game, get five. And you'd just be like... Yeah, it was bad. His, what? His defense was never near the level no. that it usually is. He wasn't doing anything else either. Like, sometimes players will just not score as much, but they'll get a ton of rebounds yeah. and passing the ball a lot. decent on defense. Like, his blocks per game. He's not as good as you expect him to be. You expect yeah. him to be locking yeah. all the players up. 
He wasn't doing that. Paul George only had .4 blocks per game and 1.4. Those stats don't really mean as much as uh, no. you look at the advanced stats, really. Uh, but, yeah, he definitely, this is not what he should be doing. He's, I mean, he's getting paid to be, a, you know, like, a little worse version of Kawhi. The only, like, his best stat I've looked at so far is probably... His free throw. He's a- hitting 87% from the th- free throw line. Wow. Zone. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. But, like, if that's your best stat, that's sort of sad. You're like, his efficiency was horrible. I mean, he's getting 21.5 points per game. That's his average. But that's not what he should be getting. It's though. not what he should. No, he should 25, be 21.5 points in the playoffs is not what somebody of his supposed caliber and his pay should no. be getting. He needs to be getting good stats. Not absolute garbage. So, we're going to go on everybody's favorite uh, trash player. Danny Green. Yes. Mr. Brick Machine. Uh, So, he's pretty much just trash (laughs) at this point. No, I don't have... I can't find any redeeming stat about him. Let's look at... I can't... I'll clarify. I'll clarify. He's he's shooting sixty eight percent from the free throw line. Yeah, sixty eight percent. Sixty eight. He is a shooting guard. Even Paul George. He is shooting sixty eight, and he's a guard. That's not right. That's not right. Never in a thousand years should that be right. Why? Why is that happening? That shouldn't be happening. Okay. Can he even shoot? Does he even? Does he even have twenty twenty vision? He probably has like. He's blind. He is as blind as a bat. He's using echolocation to find the hoop. <laughs> That's how blind he is. To be fair, I think LeBron shoots free throws around that range. I don't think he does. I thought he was shooting up in the LeBron 80%. can actually hit threes. Danny Green airballs wide open threes. <laughs> wide open threes. And LeBron normally plays <laughs> us forward. No, but Danny Green is a guard, someone who shoots threes normally, <laughs> and yet he can't shoot threes. This is not right. Danny Green should be kicked out of the NBA. Get rid of him. He's not good. <laughs> He's good during the regular season, but in the playoffs he chokes. Well, he used to be good. With he the averaged Spurs. eight points this year. It was eight just, points. I think he just had corona. I think he just had corona. Yeah, no, no, no. He's done this a lot. He did this last year. He was good with the Spurs in the playoffs, and that was back in 2014. Last year was the Raptors. Last year with the Raptors, he did horrible in the did playoffs. Did he really? Well. Yeah. I don't was, remember that. He, was, he wasn't as bad as he was this year, mm. but he shot very inefficiently, mm. and he did not get very good numbers. The rest of the team was good, though. Which His three-point percentage left. was 36%. Danny Green's? 36.7%. For what? The three? Three. Way yeah. better than I thought it was. Well, that's just the whole season. That's, like, that's the whole season. Oh, that's pull, up his, yeah. pull up his playoff. That's like playoff. All right. I think average is thirty-five. Um, league average. Yeah. Well, I expect him to be shooting in the near thirty-eight, thirty-nine. He's, he's supposed all to right. be the sharpshooter. So. All right. Yeah, they're just loading right now. I'll get you your. Uh, all right. So. Yeah. Thirty-four percent in the. Yeah, that's playoffs. that's more like. And yeah. he averaged eight points. Eight points in the playoffs. Yeah. Eight points in the playoffs. Well, luckily for him, he's on the Lakers. He doesn't need to do well. He had a 66% free throw shooting. Pulpit. Even worse. What's his field playoffs? goal? Of, uh, field goal percentage was 34%. All right. So, because well, all he did awful. was shoot threes. All he did was shoot threes. That's and he did. can't hit those. He's like, I'm going to shoot a three now. <laughs> Misses. He needs to stop shooting. Pass the ball to LeBron. Get the ball to LeBron. I think that was the game plan. I think then that why was. Why was he shooting those? He can't make them. Because LeBron's like triple teamed, and then Danny Green's in the corner, and LeBron's like 
I can't be wow. such a terrible person. He can't even, oh my word. He's just looking Danny Green right Anthony in the eyes. Anthony Davis shoots better threes than Danny Green. Well, because Anthony Davis <laughs> is actually good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, as you can tell, McGee can shoot better threes than Danny Green. <laughs> I mean, he pulled. Anyone can shoot better threes than Danny Green. Hey, Dwight Howard pulled up uh, end of game six in the finals. Literally, half court. A five year old in Pee Wee basketball could shoot more threes than Danny Green. Pan's brother could shoot better. Yes, he could. I would love to see my brother face Danny Green in a one on one. <laughs> He for, would win. My brother would win. For context, Pan's brother is in uh, seventh grade, I believe. Yeah. And he's short. Uh, he's like four foot. I'm not sure how tall he is. Something that he's pretty short. He's, he's a seventh young. grader. That's it. Yeah. And, but he's <laughs> good know. at basketball. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty solid at basketball. So as we can tell, I'm pretty sure Pan has a uh, a bit of a. Why are you vengeance. so mad at Danny Green? Yeah. He's not <laughs> even a Pelicans player. I know, but I just we need to kick him out of the NBA. He's not. He's not a worth. I feel like Literally. there are players who are worse than him that shouldn't be in the NBA. Name one. I can't. Russell Westbrook. Exactly. exactly. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. There Russell you go. Westbrook, worst player in the NBA. Yeah. There you go. There we Let's go. Let's get rid of Russell Westbrook. Let's send him back to the G League. Let's do it. Let's get Russell Westbrook in the G League. Fifty point triple double every game. So his free throws made were only point five. He per made game. point five of his free throws. Well, because he's a shooter, he's not going inside. No, no, One no. every two hundred shots. No, he made he, he made sixty six percent of them. He made half a free throw a game. Yes. Uh, but the thing is, is that I, I, he's not the kind of player who should be shooting that many free throws. So I don't see that as an important stat. But still, he's a three point shooter. Sixty six percent from the line. Yeah, that is still bad. No matter how you spin yeah, it, he, that's, that's bad. That's bad, bad for player. anybody, but for somebody like him, like I said, shooter. a fifth grader in Pee Wee basketball could do better than Danny Green, and I stand by that. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, today's episode is about done. Next week, though, we're gonna get into some very serious topics. We're gonna be greedy. Yeah, we can talk we're gonna about be trades. I love yes. it. Yes. So I next week we're gonna it. be talking it. about in preparation for the draft. Which, if you don't know, is going to be happening on November 18th, which is oh. roughly a little under a month away from now. Exciting. Uh, we're going to be talking about the East playoff teams next week and about what we think each of them should do to prepare for next year, how they want to get better, or if they yeah. want to start tanking and just give up, uh, which probably won't happen. So be ready for next week's episode. It'll be coming out on a Saturday, as this week's episode uh, is out on Saturday. Our schedule is every Saturday, if you didn't know that. So... Keep an eye out for that. And hopefully we don't go dark for another month. Yes. Crossing our fingers. Yeah. Because that was a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, school was very tough. We weren't able to. Yeah. I guess you're right. Thank you for tuning in today, everyone. Please check back next Saturday for for our next episode. Yes. Because they are very enjoyable. And if you keep liking our content, follow us on Instagram. All right. So see you guys next week. Next Saturday, we'll be talking about the trades, everything in the East. Uh, all for just the playoff teams though we're going to yeah. be covering all of the other teams and the non-playoff teams the non-important ones later after yes. the draft in preparation for free agency which will be kind of interesting it's not as good of a free agency class as last year but there are definitely some good solid players who yep. will help take uh, com- contenders championship contenders we'll talk about that next week and after the draft so keep an eye out Follow us on Instagram. Uh, We're going to be posting updates there and any news that we feel like sharing uh, if it's important enough. Uh, And catch us next week.